Welcome to the A show. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I don't, I don't want that. So we are now going to crown the final tournament of champions winner because this has been quite a mess. We have three of our four contestants. Uh, congratulations to uh, Coach Cal and his wife. This weekend, their baby shower. Also expecting, though they had their baby shower much earlier. Andy Peck, one of our finalists. Hello, Andy. Hey. Not expecting uh, joining us after beating uh, Kevin the Man Graham and his uh, mindfuck of an NFT card is just a fan, Jenna. Uh, hey. And finally, the owner of the CKCC Radio Network, Chris O'Mealy. Always good to be back here on the A Show. And, uh, Decker, you put up a valiant effort last time, my friend. But. I'm the act- this is the Detroit fuck you. The Action Park looping water slide death trap beats everyone. Detroit, 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 fuck you. Cool. Rumor has it, it is so cold in the day. So, yeah, by the way, that translated so well on this audio podcast, Chris. I just want you to know that. I, I very much appreciate this. The, the Detroit is the middle finger with your thumb out because that was all like that Eminem and Kid Rockies do, it was just like, bam, bam, bam. And I was like, man, I used to do like this. Regular, a regular uh, middle finger. A regular? Regular. And then they came out with the Detroit, and it was like, oh! So, yeah, uh, this doesn't translate yeah. well for audio. Uh, but I'll, I'll throw this out here, because uh, uh, I, I always love to thank everybody for supporting the channel. You guys have been great. We're approaching, we are on the verge of 20,000. Hits, and that's a huge accomplishment for everybody involved. Um, I am a little jelly that sometimes you guys outdraw my flagship show, The Nerd Table, but that's okay. Detroit! It's okay. Not Detroit. Detroit don't outdraw shit, Chris. Knock it off. All right, sim it down. You're up here. I want you to take it down to about here. But uh, we're getting more involved with the YouTube stuff on CKCC Video, so if you guys want to take this to a video channel at any point... You let me know, and we will make that happen. If you guys want to see a show on video, I oh boy, have a that, face for audio. So that would be that. this is an evolution, guys. Come on, evolution. You know, this, yes, it's full of change that no one sees. Matt, just throw be. a mask on. You could be the Excalibur of this station. I cannot speak Matt, nearly as quickly. Matt Caliber. <laughs> so uh, we left the roster to you, the listeners of the A Show, on our Twitter at the A Show on CKCC. 
And we are now going to have the finals where everyone drafts from that roster. Decker is thinking of a number between 1 and 10. Andy. 11. Jen. 4. 6. Andy Peck with the win. Number was 10. So in that case, it'll go O'Mealy. I'm sorry, Andy, Chris, Jenna. That'll be the order. Yeah. Round 7 will still be the wild card. So... Um, We're not going to read off this entire roster. I was going to say. You can just see it on the Twitter. Now, this is going to be more fun for people to hear this and just hear what names come up. All right. Um, I, I'm going to give you my – nobody else has to do this if they don't want to. I'm going to give you my top ten – my first ten draft picks, not in order, based on names. Nick Wayne. New Jack. Kodiak Bear. Rochester Roadblock. <laughs> the Jack Black String Matt Cardona. Ray Bucanero, <laughs> PG-13. Those are my two extras. Uh, Evan Ambrose and <laughs> Seth Puck Bellboy. <laughs> so Decker came up with his two extras when we were in line at a barbecue place last week in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, PG-13 got me so happy. And, and then the barbecue place got him very confused. But it was very good. It was very good. Was it not barbecue? What was confusing? I forgot. They, they, they Fair enough. extra questions, I think. And Chris was like, he's well, extra I, confused. I kind of just want the food. <laughs> this is the this is like my my reading and comprehension skills. Listening, they're they're not ace like other things. Um, that said. Um, the the morning over. of my wedding, I took Chris to a Waffle House and made him so happy. We're not going to talk about that. So, but you were so happy. <laughs> yeah, I know, but the reasons need to be kept between friends. I'm not telling the reason. You were you were very unhappy. We said we were going to go to a dentist. <laughs> out. So I wanted to play a game. In Virginia, there's a town that doesn't have a Waffle House, but they have a place called Omelet Shop. That has the same exact logo, just red, white, and blue. The same I font. I love rip-off restaurants love so much. They're the best. They are the best. Crystal like, Burger is the biggest atrocity ever created. It's White Castle. That said, uh, Decker and I did get to hang out last twice in the past week and a half. Oh. Both as we drove to and from Disney, where Decker lives, was a very convenient stop. And Yeah, perfect halfway point. Just putting that over. So, with all that said, Andy Peck, you are up. I didn't take him last time, um, but I'm going to take him this time. My boy New Jack, he's going to kick <sighs> us off. First <laughs> overall pick! Uh, that was, was going to be mine. That was going to be mine. Uh, I had a plan for him, too. <laughs> well, my first pick will explain why I wanted New Jack on my card. I draft... The N-word taker. And yes, this is a real thing. Oh, my God. For people who have never heard of this, this was a real guy on the indies. He was a black undertaker. And yes. He still is. For one second, I thought you were going to say Ted Arcidi. (laughs) Yes, Ted Arcidi is a great black undertaker, by the way. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's not? Yeah, you're right about that. All right. Well, now that 
now that my 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 serious pick and my funny pick were both taken immediately right before I picked, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take my first overall pick as Hayabusa. All right. Is this before the accident? Hayabusa? I I get to decide that. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> No, yes. I would never do that. I would never do that. No, oh, that I would. would. I push. I push my luck in the last one. So. Uh, I mean, push your luck, you say. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Is that yeah. what we're calling it? Yes, it is. Back to Andy. I'm gonna go with King of the Deathmatch, Matt Cardona. <laughs> King of the Deathmatch. Wonder what's happening there. I am going to draft Dustin Thomas. The wrestler with no legs. Oh my god! There is genuine talent on here, like Tom McGee. Wow, which part of that was talent? Tom McGee. Yes, so talented. Um. All right. So with my next pick, I want to make sure that I get him. I'm taken by a monster DNA. (laughs) (laughs) This was one I didn't know. By monster DNA, he, he. I probably didn't need to. I just. I just wanted to take him early. Um, he was an FMW guy. Okay, and that explains it. It's an Ed pick. A little bit. Yeah. It's an Ed pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an, I want to, you know. That's whole, that literally tells mm-hmm. me 75% of the story before yeah. you go any further. But basically, he's a mo- he's a mo- he was a deathmatch guy, and he was a monster. Like, literally a mo- Like, he had a suit that was like a monster suit. So that's my second pick. Let me bring it back to Andy. All right. Let me go with Alexa Bliss. I got use out of her on my last show. Excellent. <laughs> Why is Joey Image on here? Picked himself. Good. He's going to regret that. I draft him. He will regret this. Okay. My next pick I am taking. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Uh, I'm going to take Hillbilly Jim. Whoa. I like Hillbilly Jim. I have an idea. Change him to Hill William uh, James. Oh, no. I got, I got ideas. Don't worry. William of the Trailer Park. Um, yeah, I'm going to take, I'll do Dean Malenko. I was actually thinking about him. I I guess I should probably take a serious talent on here. So why not? I'll take the brain busters. They were on there like together, like a tag. Yes. That's what it says. I see it now. I was too on around that area is where Rulon Gardner is. And I'm like, Rulon Gardner (laughs) back in the day was like, you, like I, I tell a lot of friends I like Rulon Garden. Round five for Andy. Wait, wait. Oh, um, Jenna. Jeez. Oh my Not goodness. Bad. Unbelievable. Um. All right. Next pick. Uh, I am going to take Too Cold Scorpio. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's actual talent. Yeah. It's it, it's a mix. I mean, do a mix. Now it's time for um, Andy for round five. I'm going to take Sean Spears. That's a 10. I'm sorry. Is there really only one young buck on here? Yeah. That's friggin' awesome. I'm taking him. Nick Jackson. He's the psycho. He's actually the more talented one, in my opinion. He does the crazier shit. I can't identify them. I don't know who they are. I don't know if Hmm. it's face blindness thing. You're not missing anything. Chris, it's not going to work. I've tried. Matt Matt Hardy and uh, and Matt Jackson both have brown hair. Do both of them have brown hair? Well, that narrowed that down. No, so... Nick's uh, slightly lighter, right? What? I don't know. Which one's... Which one's hair? This seems one of like them's got a receding hairline like Hulk Hogan. 
Uh, it's probably Nick. Matt has the his hair is very very since it's so dark you can't tell if it's receding or not, and Nick always has the blonde or, or whatever and stuff like that and you can see it like my like my Michael Keaton gimmick going on right here right now. I'm never gonna keep them apart. They're not my favorites, so that's yeah, because you that has taste. something that has something to do with it. Thank you. I like the young bugs. Um, I'm between two picks. I think they're both good ones. Oh, I'm gonna do the pander pick. Uh, I take Vin Gerard. <laughs> Excellent pick. Damn. I wanted that one. <laughs> that was one of my extra picks. Yeah, that was made one. in the line at the barbecue place. That's a good. It's a good one. Round six. I'm gonna go with Sabu. I was between Vin. <laughs> this is. I was between Vin Gerard and Sabu. <laughs> it's a sentence that you don't hear anywhere else no. on this podcast. That's a sentence you don't hear, period. No offense, Finn. I'm going to get him to listen. <laughs> we should get him and Shane Storm on, and he can be tagging on the pod. That would be fun. That would be good. I have to do it because it's it's just looking at me right now, and I have to do it. Whoever put Xanta Claus on here. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's a good one. That was one of my, that was one of my top tier. That that's a that's a really good one, Matt. After after everybody's agreed that they're done picking, you and me as hosts should deal out <laughs> to to each participant. Like we're okay. like we're dishing out. I like that. Yeah, we but each like, take one. We each take one. People. There you go. Perfect. I should have talked to you about that earlier. That actually <laughs> will work for what I have planned. So yes, that's fine. I'm good with that. Back to Jenna. All right. Um. Okay, uh, my next pick, I'm going to take somebody that I, I didn't, my picks never made it to Twitter, which I apologize for because I just came up with them today. Uh, but I'm going to take, with my next pick, Tank Abbott. <laughs> I could fucking kill you right now. Spoilers! <laughs> my, my favorite was the explanation. He's just trying to shave Big Al's beard, and oh, Al that's... didn't have one. Beard. <laughs> and now we have reached the wild card round. So this this could literally be anybody at this point, right? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, you should pick um you should pick Urkel and Carl when they're tag teaming against the Bushwagger. Let's see. Or Corey when he has to take on Vader from point of twelve. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Drew Carey. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Who's up? I draft Chris Decker's all-time favorite tag team, Chad and James, the Dicks. Oh, this, this got some play in the group chat. I, I had a hard time coming up with anybody, so I'm just gonna go with a, a standby. I'm gonna I'm gonna do another ode like I did in the last one to to friend of the show DJ and draft oh. Kevin Nash. I thought you were gonna say DJ Hyde. That's what I was waiting for. No, 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 no. I would never do that. And we go back to Andy. Still on the board for Andy Peck, CPA. I'm not going to go that route, but thank you. I'm going to go with David Arquette. Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to pick him. I had a plan for him. That's fine. I know what Andy's doing now. I will take Jackie Gata. Oh! Ooh. 
Dude, I keep this is confusing because every time I go through the list, I see another name where I'm like, that would be awesome. And wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I just noticed something. Brooklyn Brawler and Abe Knuckleball Schwartz are both nominated. That's because they're two separate people, dickhead. Yes, okay. One oh, was a baseball. The other just wore a Yankees torn up shirt. One was the actual baseball. <laughs> he was a baseball. Did I draft them as a tag team? I think, is it my turn? Yes. I think it's my it turn. Is. It is. All right. Um, I just came up with an idea. Uh, I'm My next pick is going to be Nick Wayne. Who is Nick Wayne? Oh, he is a 16-year-old, like, prodigy from, yeah. he's from, actually from Seattle. Okay. Um, so I've been seeing him for about a year when he was, I think, 15 at the time and has just been, like, absolutely tearing it up. His dad was a old-school, like, WCW Saturday Night Jobber, and mm-hmm. he trained with his dad. His dad just passed away. Dude, mm-hmm. he's been he's been rocking the Pacific Northwest Indies since he was, like, 14 years old. 14 years old, yeah. Good for him. That's yeah, I hope he has a good career then. Yeah, I think AW already signed him. They said just he has to graduate high school first. Yeah, they did. Right. They did. He he just <laughs> like I don't I don't love the guy. He just had a match with Will Ospreay that was apparently phenomenal. Here's my yeah. thing though. I just hope because the last time they said somebody was a prodigy and they wanted to use him, it was Austin Theory, and he did that weird thing with the egg and the selfies, and then he lost his first name. No, no, so, no. This is not this is not prodigy did. that's been signed by WWE. This guy's like a like he's he's not he's, he, again he's still in high school. Oh fuck! I should have drafted John Laurinaitis for my pick. Oh, <laughs> damn it! No, he's on he's on administrative leave. We wouldn't count. Yeah, he would <laughs> he would have been available. <laughs> it's not like he's doing anything else. Damn it! What a missed opportunity. All right, that's fine. Andy, I'm gonna take Awesome Kong. Good pick for like an actual serious pick. That's a good one. All right, I'll take Stinger. First on the list, I'll take him. The list does not have Awesome Kong. I remember seeing him in there. Okay, that's not great. Still on the board for Jenna, the boar. The boar, I, I don't have an idea yet. If I have an idea... All right, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Tom McGee. <laughs> Bret Hart's favorite wrestler. Andy! I'm going to take Eva Marie. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to be a diva. Are you asking? <laughs> All right. I'm going for a few more serious talents here. So I'm going to take, is that Dr. Death, Steve Williams? Yeah. I almost asked that question. Yes. Perfect. I will take Dr. Death, Steve Williams. I, I was waiting for, I'm going to go with more serious talents. So I'm going to draft Fat Fuck Barrel Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, the great Kali would have been on that one for sure would have been fun dancing great colleague because of course it would have been oh i i said last night in a tweet i was like yo Tottenham sings my boy <laughs> i ride and die for that bitch okay uh i am my next pick is going to be matt tremont oh right. yeah someday love will find you we go to andy i'm gonna take Jeff Cannonball. That's a good pick. That's bad. I didn't even see this on here. Mr. America. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe somebody picked Mr. America. Is that your pick? Yeah, that's my pick. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my pick. (laughs) Hey, is Dean Malenko off the board? Dean Malenko's off the board. I was going to take him. I had a plan for him. 
Rocco without Paul Ellering. Just the fucking fuck Just saw that. That's amazing. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Okay. With my next pick, I am going to take... Huh, I'm going to take uh, stunning Steve Austin. The only positive about that is there will be no what chance because that predates the what chant. Oh, Cardinal, man. They don't have the what. Jenna decides that. Um, for my pick, I'm going to go with Madman Pondo. Mm. Where's he on the list? I'm looking for him real quick. Where's right in the middle? middle? Oh, I got him. You know what? I should have seen him. He was right below the pick I'm going for. Tracy Smothers. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Right. Very underrated talent. Oh, man. <laughs> the most then... Italian wrestler on this list. I hope the next one's taken Bernie. <laughs> Next one's what? The underneath Pondo and uh That's that's exactly who I'm going for. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm taking Ralph Hickenbottom. <laughs> Ralph Hickenbottom. The man who was one half of the worst ladder match I ever ref because they used a little giant ladder. That's <laughs> not the way it works. I feel like one time I had to go up on the roof on on a, in Stratton and all we had was a little giant ladder and I did not trust it. <laughs> They didn't know how to use it. They didn't bother. They're like, yeah, we can't do it. Matt, do you know how to work the ladder? I'm like, no. That's <laughs> my job. I- I'm just here. Why am I even in the ring? Oh, yeah, because Christian Cage is going to bump me <laughs> in a ladder match where he can freely interfere anyway. <laughs> I will take Ultraman is black. Mm. I like that pick. I will take the Repo Man. Why am I having a spaz attack? Rocky King. Who's Rocky King? I'm getting Google smart about it. Oh, okay, okay. American professional wrestler. Yeah, I figured he that He was out. in uh, Mid-Atlantic. He was in Jim Crockett. Um, I found a picture of him with a, who appears to be Jimmy Valiant. Okay. So he was a man? The one and only, the guy who feuded with the Paul Jones Army for six years. For six years? <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I know you're not kidding. It was not Paul Jones, but it was Paul Bear's army. Alternate history. That could make a good podcast topic. What if it was Paul was Bear's a- army? Apparently, Rocky King was homeless before he began his wrestling career. So was Darby Allen. Is Rocky King dead? He just passed away, it looks like. The end of March. Damn, R.I.P. Rocky King. This episode of The A-Show is dedicated to the memory of Rocky King. <laughs> of Rocky King. None of us remembered until right now. Thank you. I think it's your turn. It is. It is. And sorry, I was trying to decide. Um, I'm going to go with my next pick, uh, Great Cully. I swear to God, if you would have said Rocky King. (laughs) Great Cully was right next to Marco's stunt, too. I could have had fun with that. I definitely could have had fun with that. Wait, is Marco's stunt still didn't get picked? Not yet. Hang on. I actually know what my show is going to be, so just, just sit tight, bud. I'm getting there. I'm going to go with uh, Steve Carino, and I think I'm good. I'd like to pick Chris Hero. All right, I'm going to take, uh, and this might be it for me, uh, I'm going to take Mr. Ganaske. These are, I'm just taking Ed's picks, basically. Everyone that he, because I know, I know that that's, like, 100%. All right. Wait. Oh, yeah, that there's was only, There's only one wild card round, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm good then. Okay, and you'll still get two more 
from picks from me. Right, Chris. right. You guys are at, are you guys both done? I'm I'm trying to decide right now. Okay, uh, Andy, you're done though, right? You think? So? Yeah, I'm good. Like like I can I can draft because I'm not yeah, done go yet. I've got a plan. All right, hang on, hang on, because I want to make sure I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right. Yeah, no, I'm doing it. I'm taking the boogeyman. All right. Hold on. Actually, let me just look up something, and then I, I think, and then my pick will be in. Okay. Yep. Uh, my next pick is going to be Eric Watts. Ugh. Push to the moon. Significantly less talented than his father. Uh, that's the only guy to be taken from uh, DJ's uh, very illustrious worst second generation wrestlers. Oh, but Greg and David are still out there. All right. Then I'm taking Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> Good, good, good. He's going to play into my plan here. Jenna, do you want anybody else? Yes, I do. Okay. Are you Are you finished? I'm not done yet. Not yet. Oh, you're Go not ahead. yet? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, uh, it's, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I'm taking Greg Gagne. <laughs> if you want David, you can have him too. All right. I won't, I won't take him from you. All right. However, I will take Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing now. All right, I think this is my last. Um, oh, and then, okay, so then for my next pick after you, I'm taking uh, David San Martino. So yeah, you're actually I, up again. I figured, yep. All yeah. right. Quang was Savio Vega, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, I, that's what I thought. I'm taking Which it. one was Conan? Conan was Max, Max Moon. Moon. Max Moon! But then when the suit didn't fit, they gave it to Paul Diamond. Wrestling is amazing. All right. Are you done, Jenna? Uh, I'm gonna take one more. Um, okay, I'm go going for to it. take. I'm going to take Rocco. Without. <laughs> I actually could have worked with that if somebody had forced me into that, but that's a great pick. I I just have an I I have a silly idea. <laughs> okay. No, that's good. So you guys want to draft us with two more people, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm gonna pick as much people to fill the match I want to do. And I'll specifically leave two spots blank for you guys. I am taking El Gigante. Oh, here we go. Now, now I'm just gonna pick from the litter. All right, I got, I got to pick some good shit out of here. Give me a sec. What else can I take? Barry Horowitz. Come on, Barry. I think I have an idea where you're going with this. You, you probably figured. Oh my God, Big Bully Busick's on here. How did I not see that one? Definitely taking that one. Oh, this is gonna be fantastic. I am so happy right now. Mantor? Yep, Mantor. Mantor. I can I think I considered doing exactly what you're doing. Okay, hang on. Cause I gotta I gotta make sure. I gotta I gotta look. Oh, who else can I take? Okay, rugged Ronnie Garvin. I can use that one. Are you doing the Atlas that Battle World? That was a perfect timed laughter in the background, by the way. When I said I'll take rugged Ronnie Garvin, somebody laughed. It was Avery. That was perfect. Avery knows Avery's knows her stuff. That's good. Who else is going to fit in with my plan? Because I know you two are going to fuck it up by giving me pe- people I don't know. But i got to make sure that I get the people I can use. All right, since I put Matt Stryker and Marco Stone on here, I'll take both of them. And then, by my count, take one more person, and then I will be stuck with the last two. So even though I don't know jack shit about this person, the fact that his name is Von Wagner makes me laugh. <laughs> I know he's an NXT guy, and I know he's actually pretty good, but the name sucks. So I'll take him, and I'll find a plan for him. All right. Isn't it Chad Mike Enos? 
Was that who what? it was? Yeah, I think so. Mike Anus? <laughs> oh, even better. Mike Anus. Okay. Continue. Enos. E-N-O-S. Yeah, I heard you. Mike Anus. Thank you. Let's go. So my pick for Andy is going to be the Kiss Demon. Fuck. I could work I, with that. I could have taken that one. Chris, who was your pick for Andy? All right. Andy, you get <laughs> you get Kurgan. <laughs> That's cool. I'm good with that. Kurgan. What a good I thought Kurgan was awesome. What a great talent. He was good in Sherlock Holmes. Does that count for anything? Sherlock Holmes is a good movie. So, O'Mealy, I'd be remiss if I did not give you Shanky. Oh, (laughs) you had to. I was actually Ah. leaving him alone because I thought Decker was going to do it. I was planning on Decker giving me Shanky. That's fine. Decker, who you got? Uh, I'm going to give you the insane clown posse. That actually will (laughs) fuck up my plan completely, but okay. Because how many people would that be? Shaggy, Too Dope, and Violent J. You can't give me anybody else, because that actually ruins my plan. Like, I have a number game going on here. Just uh, just go one underneath they that. Can other. Just, they can take on each other in the dark. I don't give a fuck. No, dude. No, no, no. You're, you're, all right, whatever. I'll take them. Uh, okay. So, Jenna, since you were there with <laughs> me in the trenches in World Star Wrestling in 2002, I have no choice but to give you the Iceman Donnie Brass. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm looking. <laughs> I I went, what? Why is this not? And then I go, I'm looking at Iceman King Parsons. That's the other one. Different Iceman. <laughs> very, di- very different Iceman. <laughs> is that who you're giving Jenna there, Chris? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting Iceman King Parsons, too. That's awesome. You can easily so, work with that. Yeah. So now, for you are not getting booked. Oh, this is going to be the best list ever. Rocky King. R.I.P. Bill Kazmaier. <laughs> Jerry Flynn. Lars Sullivan. Delightful Dan, the goddamn Candyman. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, I need some backstory on that. Please, please uh, enlighten me. So, Delightful Dan was on the High Tension Wrestling Show, available on independentwrestling.tv, used the keyword draft to let Jerry know that you came from us. And he is a man-child with chocolate around his mouth, and he walked around like that all day at the mall. So he's Chocolate Boy from Hey Arnold. (laughs) That's awesome. Not quite. Um, Did he drive also, a windowless white van? Ew. No. Okay, that's a missed opportunity. So, also, Max Moon, the Grim Reefer. Oh, God, I remember. <laughs> oh, that. man. That was, I that was a missed him. opportunity. Mike Von Erich, Mr. Wrestling number one, the Kodiak Bear. All three of my first picks. Disrespect. The Brooklyn Brawler, Fantasio. I miss Fantasio. I could have used that. Kurosawa, Hornswoggle, Grado, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, one of the best jobbers in history, the Gambler, Rochester Roadblock, who just became Roadblock. Just Roadblock. The tag team of High Voltage. Also missed opportunity for High Voltage. 
Who was in High Voltage again? Kenny Chaos and uh, the other guy. Kenny Chaos and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, Chris. Kenny Chaos and the other guy. Um, <laughs> nobody booked the boar. Oh, 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 Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Bunkhouse Buck. Ray Bucanero. Also, PG-13. All five of my picks disrespected. CPA. Eli Cottonwood. Okay, was Eli Cottonwood the the weird NXT guy who did the mustache promo? Is that the guy uh, I'm thinking of? He was a weird guy, and he was on NXT, but I don't know nothing about no mustache. I could have sworn that he was, was the mustache He was on the uh, guy. Genesis of McGillicuddy season. The number four Mike Vaughn season. Yes. Husky Harris. Uh, also not booked, Pureth Jr. Evan Ambrose. Mikey Montgomery. George South. Special Delivery Jones, Ted Arcini, Olympic gold medalist Rulon Gardner, The Franchise, Shane Douglas, I should have taken Eddie it. Gilbert, no one booked The Ice Dwarf. <laughs> oh, man! This entire group doubted El Dandy. <laughs> no one booked Cyclope or Zeus. So, or, so, so basically, that was a middle finger to John Salinas right there. <laughs> um, or... Fat Fuck Barrel Boy. I'm very disappointed that no one booked Fat Fuck Barrel Boy. Oh, just for the name. Um, Mach Hayano. Uh, that's one that Kyle gave us. You missed Laparca uh, and El Porto Ricano. Or did somebody yeah, oh, draft them and I forgot to delete them? No. The, the tag team of Laparca and El Porto Ricano was not drafted. Giant Bernard. <laughs> former EGW heavyweight champion Slambo the Clown. <laughs> I came close. And, I can't believe this, Dancing Danny Rage. <laughs> Not Dan Jampion. <laughs> no, no, no. Very specifically. Billy Idol, Dancing With Myself, Dancing Danny Rage. What my wife still calls him in 2022, Dancing Danny Rage. Not booked. We're, we're going to give the group uh, some time to put their cards together. And we'll be right back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. The following announcement has been paid for by the soon-to-be-named network. Hello, the A-Show. This is the $100 Vansky, the star of Add-Odds with Wrestling and Porch Talk, and the two-time A-Show Tournament of Champions winner, and soon-to-be-featured performer at the Great Lakes WrestleFest, the man Adam Van. I want to take this opportunity to congratulate you guys for another season of the A-Show and another Tournament of Champions. Hmm, Tournament of Champions. You seem to throw the term champion around pretty loosely these days, considering the winningest competitor in show history, i.e. me, wasn't invited to participate this year. Not that I would have, mind you, but, you know, sometimes you get nostalgic for the old days. Like when I easily defeated Jason Diagostino way back in the day. Or when I beat Tim Taylor without even preparing for the show. Or when I push Joe Sposo to a time limit draw. And who can forget when I smashed and stacked both Tim Taylor and Brett Miles at the same time while simultaneously revolutionizing the way the game is played by drafting myself. When I look back at all my accomplishments, I mean honestly I weep. For there are no more drafts left to conquer. But. Notwithstanding, people always ask me if I'd ever do another episode of the show. I mean, it'd be ratings gold, so I'm sure you guys would love it. The industry juggernaut that is the soon-to-be-named network promoting the entire spectacle, I can see it right now. The return of the man that everyone wants to see lose but never does. 
But why? What's in it for me? Who's left for me to beat? At this point, the only real competition for me would be myself. But even I'm not egotistical enough to suggest that I face myself on an episode of The A-Show, am I? The level of mental toughness required to pull that off. I'd have to be the strongest man in all the land. Huh. Anyways, good luck with the finals. And hey Matt, do me a favor. Put a mirror underneath Sleepy Decker's nose. Make sure he's still breathing. The preceding announcement had been paid for by the soon-to-be-named network. So this will be the final time that we do this type of presentation as a Tournament of Champions final. As a note for next season, we are doing people who are affiliated by wrestling in some manner. Already um, signed for next season are the Diamond City War Machines of Brad DeMeo and Eric Pinhat, the tag team of Blue and Gold of Matt Turner and Andy Hedder, um, Tommy Vex and um, Mary Elizabeth, uh, his manager, valet, girlfriend, all of the above. Uh, there's another Hello. one that we can't really uh, we can't really talk about yet. I am definitely working on um, Joey Image against uh, my sister, who was um, Rebecca Durline. She was yes. the she was the GM in GSW, and then when Joe took it over, she became his assistant. Uh, he called her the assistant to the general manager, and she'd go, assistant general manager. And that was their entire gimmick. One time, they were cutting a promo, and we were having a tournament, a, a, a trios tournament. And uh, Joe said that there were six 12-man matches on the call. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> and Rebecca looked and said, Want to say that again, Joe? <laughs> That's also available on IWTV. <laughs> uh, code word draft. Let's Jerry know that you came from us. So that's all next season. What we're going to do next season is we're not going to pick years and promotions. We're just going to pick years. Yep. So it's going to be like, your year is 1996. Go. Go. So that's going to be fun. That's not fun. Uh, (laughs) So let's get to some presentations here. Andy, you drafted first. You are up first. All right. Sounds good. So to set the background for mine, it is taking place in DJ Hyde's parents' backyard in front of a sold-out, standing-room-only, bloodthirsty crowd oh as we're presenting the new God of the Deathmatch tournament. God of the Deathmatch! I fold. Oh so... <laughs> Um, So the first match is going to be a triple threat match. It's going to be the Kiss Demon taking on Steve Carino and New Jack. And this is a fans bring the weapons match. So Kiss Demon comes out first. Again, fans are very bloodthirsty. They've been drinking since 8 a.m. It's now noon, so they're pretty loaded. Um, First fan jumps the guardrail. DJ Hyde's crowd right now. The uh, fan jumps the barricade, starts attacking Kiss Demon. Um, Steve Carino comes out, and he actually helps Kiss Demon. They get it under control. Then New Jack comes out. We have Natural Born Killers obviously playing the entire duration of the match. New Jack pulls out a knife 
as he enters the ring and immediately stabs Kiss Demon, taking him out of the match. Um, New Jack and Steve Carino then brawl through the crowd. Eventually, New Jack's setting up two tables next to a school bus that some fans drove there, and he jumps off through uh, Steve Carino for the win. Wait, the White two Sox are very disappointed in the results of this match, by the way. That's the number two in the tournament. Is Don't get a copyright strike. <laughs> copyright. My, my it's only talks about coming out the nutsack. I've had I had a whole Among Us video, an entire three hour stream get taken down because somebody played ten seconds of the Halloween theme. Oh my god, that's rough. So uh, match number two in the tournament. We have uh Ultraman is black taking on David Arquette. <laughs> first person to put somebody through three flaming tables it could be in any order you could do one at a time or three at once so Ultraman is black he bloodies up David Arquette uh, he's beating him down pretty good he gets him through two single flaming tables throughout the duration of the match he wants to end it big stacks three flaming tables he's about to put David Arquette through Arquette manages to slip off the, the ropes and it sends Ultraman is black. So Dave Arquette advances on to the next round. Oh my yeah. God. The next match that I have. I'm pulling for David Arquette now. <laughs> it's Kurrigan against Madman Pondo against Babu. <laughs> and this yeah. is a barbed wire board match. Um, we get. Madman Pondo and Kurrigan actually get the upper hand on Sabu. They team together and take him out. They then decide to play rock, paper, scissors to see who will get the pin over Sabu. Only they keep tying on paper. They can't get past <laughs> So they're stuck on that. Sabu finally comes to and eventually rolls up Madman Pondo while Kurrigan is kind of confused and doesn't even think to break up the pin. So Sabu advances... And if you're keeping track, that means we have New Jack, David Arquette, and Sabu moving on to the next round. The last round in the tournament is going to be Matt Cardona against Jeff Cannonball in a thousand tube light tube or a thousand light tube. Death King of match. the death match, baby! King of the death match. So it's a back and forth uh, competitive match. Nothing crazy here. Um, Cardona ends up picking up the win over Jeff Cannonball. So to give these guys a little bit of a break, we we move on to a standard straight wrestling match, as sometimes they do in these tournaments. And we have a 30-minute Ironman match between Dean Malenko and Drew Carey. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is basically Dean Malenko just... You know, putting Drew Carey in all types of holds, making him continuously tap out. He ends up with a thousand uh, tap outs, man of a thousand holds, a thousand tap outs over Drew Carey. He picks up the win. Is amazing. I gotta do the math here. Yeah, I'm doing the math too because I, I need. To, I kind of need to know this now. He tapped out thirty three point three three times per minute. Wait, he tapped out thirty three times per minute. Per I minute. can see it. I could and see then it. 34 on one of them. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Right, so we're getting back to this. slamming his fucking hands on the mat. <laughs> I envisioned Dean Malenko just switching between holds 
and just continuously Drew Carey just tapping out. His hand would be so sore after a half hour. Well, he could switch it up a little bit. Tap out with the left hand instead. So we're moving back into tournament action. We have Matt Cardona, and he's matched up with Sabu. They're taking part in a no-rope barbed wire rope uh, and barbed wire board and piranha tank match. Um, so Sabu takes it to Cardona for most of the match. He uh, places Cardona face first over the tank of piranhas and goes for an Arabian face buster. But Cardona moves. Sabu misses and busts the tank with piranhas going everywhere. Cardona picks up uh, some of the piranhas, puts them on Sabu's chest, then hits his own Arabian face buster and picks up the win over uh, Sabu there. Oh, my God, I know what you're going to do. You know what the best part about the piranha match is? Piranhas would never even, like, bite you. Right. I fucking love it that that's even a thing. Uh, so the next match, uh, we're going to have a no-rope barbed wire uh, ladder match with a sickle hanging from the top of oh the DJ setup. And it's going to be David Arquette, and he's taking on Sabu. Or, sorry, sorry, he's taking on New Jack. I'm sorry. I looked down and saw Sabu. David yeah, Arquette David Arquette. Arquette. R.I.P. So, New Jack gets the sickle in very short time frame. He goes to hit David Arquette, and I didn't think this one through, but fuck it. The lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> DJ comes out with a giant blanket. He comes out with a giant blanket, and he's like, everybody's just right here. The sun Everyone close your eyes. <laughs> Wait, you just collect bliss, right? The, the, the <laughs> sun blocker out machine from Simpsons comes out of the mountain. Mr. Burns' sun blocker. Anyway, yeah, the lights go out. When they come back on, it's Kiss Demon standing in the ring. And he returns. He has the sickle. He hits New Jack, taking him out. David Arquette gets the win. So your finals... <laughs> are David Arquette and Matt Cardona. Return of but the Kid Demon. To, Who called that one? Before we get to that match, we need to give these guys a break after their grueling death match. Um, so we move on to our next match, which if you've watched or if you listened to the previous episode that I was on, the main event that I had was Sean Spears, and he was in an intergender oh where he is now defending his intergender title and he's defending it against multiple women because he's, you know, just continues to beat people. So anyway, this match is now Sean Spears in a two on one handicap match with Alexa bliss and Eva Marie. So during this match, it's also being held under Sean Spears rules, which means you can use a chair. So no disqualification. You could use a chair, two-on-one handicap match for the intergender uh, title. We have Sean Spears. He does a long, drawn-out beatdown like he did in the previous episode that I did with the chair on both girls for close to 15 minutes. Oh, my God. But out of nowhere, Awesome Kong comes out and destroys Sean Spears for an additional five minutes with her own chair. (laughs) Alexa Bliss goes up. It's the Twisted Bliss, and she is the new intergender uh, champion defeating Sean Spears and ending his reign of fear. I, I love the linear booking between your two shows. I, I had to, you know, comic book this one and make sure that the good guys win and the bad guy loses in the end. So it's called an arch. Had to get Sean Spears out of there. Yeah. 
Um, so then we are finally on to the main event, which is Matt Cardona versus David Arquette for the God of the Deathmatch crown. <laughs> no rope barbed wire, uh, cinder block canvas, exploding cage deathmatch. And it's a back and forth match with both men clearly exhausted from their previous outings. Walk David Arquette is surprisingly holding his own here. We're getting down to the buzzer. We're at like five seconds. Matt Cardona hits, what does he call it these days? Um, Rough Rider. Yeah, 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 but that's not what that's not what he calls it now, right? No, I don't think so. Radio silence. Yeah, yeah, he hits that on David Arquette. Looks like he's going to get the three, but instead everything explodes. <laughs> Fans are injured. Everybody's injured. <laughs> Show ends. There's no winner. There was never that's, going that's to be a winner. No. Um, <laughs> the, the winner was the uh, the adventure we had along the way. So. Um, I, I reached out to Jeff Cannonball and I said, you'll be glad to know you were drafted on the fantasy draft and booking podcast that I do. He goes, oh, heck yeah, someone hates money. <laughs> I'm actually a big fan of, of Jeff. Uh, if he wasn't going up against Matt Cardona for the sake of this story, I would have booked him further. <laughs> Jeff's my head- dude. In my head, the finals was a triple cage by David Arquette, except the whole thing was on fire the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God, a triple cage would have been amazing. Listen. There was a brief period of time when I was going to draft David Arquette and then draft Stephen Amell as my wild card and make them a tag team. Called Act. Act. So Andy Peck has defied science and made the lights go out in three of the afternoon <laughs> in an outdoor show. Chris, how do you follow that? Well, I have an outdoor show, too, but I don't know if I'm going to kill the lights. Uh, I guess I could have it at night and do something with that. So the show opens up uh, from the camera point of view, and there's Commissioner O'Mealy again, and he's got the microphone, and he says, listen, guys, um, and I'm going to thank Andy for this one because he really helped here. As you guys know, our sponsored championship belt, sponsored by Nestle and Nokia, which is no longer, they're no longer sponsoring us here because we're no longer at Action Park. Well, champion Alexa Bliss has uh, vacated the title as she is now a, the intergender champion after defeating Sean Spears. <laughs> she so, clearly couldn't have two, these two recognized boards of... of she was unable to be here today as she was at a party at DJ Hyde's backyard. <laughs> so instead, what are we going to do? We're going to hold a 30-person Royal Rumble and crown our new sponsor championship, now sponsored by Coca-Cola and Churros, here at beautiful Walt Disney World in front of the castle. Let's go. Broadcasting from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Magic Kingdom? Magic Kingdom. Or, 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 or uh, Americatown, USA, or fuck that's called in front? Main Street, USA? Yeah, that too. No, it's going to be on the big stage in front of the castle, surrounded by... Of course it is. Well, I already did Action Park. I have to do Walt Disney World now. So, tonight's event... Tonight is blue. A 30-man Royal Rumble. The winner will get the vacated title. Now sponsored by Churros. $14. Entry number one. It's a super kick party. Here comes Nick Jackson. And he's got the tassels, and he's got the receding hairline, and he looks stupid. 
He's all excited. He gets in the ring and he does his little pose and everything. And entry number two is Dr. Death Steve Williams. Oh, my God. And he walks in. Bell rings. Here we go. Uh, Steve Williams. Dick is trying to do his little pose and everything. He goes and he goes for a super kick. Steve Williams no sells it completely and just friggin' kills him. Just knocks him unconscious. One, two, three. Picks up Nick Jackson and hauls his lifeless body over the top rope. Nick Jackson eliminated. Out uh, comes WCW Revenge up. Battle Royal. Yes. Out comes entry number three, which is Matt Stryker. And he keeps the sweater vest on because he's so excited to get in the ring. Him and Steve Williams start having a brawl. They get all the way to entry number four, which is our first dick of the evening, and that would be Chad. Uh, Chad joins in. Standard three-way here, usual battle royal spots. Number five, however, is the Repo Man, and he's doing the wacky thing, and he comes in, and he sees that all three guys are kind of staggering right now, so he immediately goes and repos Stryker's sweater vest and giggles, and then runs Stryker, and they start doing the chase around the ring. Uh, The Benny Hill music is playing because somehow Disney bought that too. Entry number six is the incomparable Joey Image. He runs down to the ring, immediately gets blown up, kind of goes, does one of these, goes over to the handicap section where we have it taped off. They've got some chairs over there, and he immediately plops down in a chair, uh, sees that somebody's got a bag of popcorn, takes it, and starts eating it while the action goes on. Entry number seven is Von Wagner. He comes to the ring, grabs a mic, and says, I want to drop this stupid gimmick name, and I will now be known by my real shoot name, Mike Anus. He botches his own name. He botches his own name, but before he can correct it, everybody in the crowd starts chanting anus because this is a Disney crowd. And Santa Claus comes out number eight. He go ho hoes. He gets in the ring and starts mocking all the little children at ringside and how they've been bad and they're gonna get coal. And then somebody goes, That guy looks like Joey Image. And Joey goes, Hey! He does look like me. An image gets in the ring and dumps Santa Claus over the top rope, gets a huge pop, and then he immediately rolls out of the ring and starts eating churros. Goes back to his chair because he's still kind of blown up. Number nine is Dustin Thomas, and he does the hand walk to the ring because he has no legs. Image sees this and laughs so hard he falls out of his chair on the ground. That Thomas would actually pretty, happen. Yeah, that would actually happen. Uh, Thomas is pretty pissed about this, so he just kind of gets in the ring, but because the action's going on, no one's really paying him much attention, so he's just kind of doing the little in-ring float, kind of like in the corner, like he did in the Casino Battle Royal. Well, entry number 10 is rugged Ronnie Garvin. He gets down to the ring, he looks, he sees a guy with no legs, and goes, the fuck? And immediately just picks him up and Spike Dudley's him right into the crowd. So, Dustin Thomas gets about three rows deep into a crowd of people, and Image gives him a standing ovation from his chair. And then immediately realizes he's still blown up and sits back down. Ronnie Garvin also, during this time, eliminates the Repo Man. Entry number 11 is Marco Stunt. He gets in the ring and tries to act like a big tough guy. Garvin picks him up with one hand, and Javelin tosses him over the top rope back into the crowd. Um, Image again, laughs, and then goes and buys a hot dog. Entry number 12 is James Dick. Well, now there's two dicks in the ring, and they're about to team up. So now they're doing double-team moves on everybody. Well, entry number 13 is Arn Anderson. 
Arn Anderson's not going to stand for these dicks, so he starts going to take them out. But unfortunately for Arn, dicks are a little bit younger and a little more athletic, and they start to overpower him. Thankfully, the numbers are on Arn's side, because at entry number 14 is Tully Blanchard. He gets into the ring, him and Arn double-team the dicks and eliminate them, and also Matt Stryker for good measure. Entry number 15 is El Gigante. Uh, his knees blow out halfway to the ring. <laughs> so, thankfully, this is Disney, so we grab oh. him an ECV, and he gets the ECV out to the ring. He climbs in the ring and just kind of sits there and staggers because he's so big and so awkward. He's just kind of bracing himself on the rope. Well, entry number 16 is Barry Horowitz. He runs into the ring and immediately seizes the opportunity and grabs El Gigante by his bad knees and throws him over the top rope to a huge pop. Barry Horowitz pats himself on the back and immediately gets tossed by Arn and Tully. Entry number 17 is the Boogeyman. He boogies out to the ring, and <laughs> he just kind of does his thing. He breaks the clock over his head, freaks out a couple little children. I used to love that clock thing. I always thought that was cool. Because fuck clocks. They remind you your time on Earth is running out. That's why the Boogeyman destroys them. He's a hero. Copyright WrestleCrap, guys, for that one. So Boogeyman's in the ring. He's doing his thing. He's boogieing around. And the next thing that comes, the next thing, the next person that comes out is Ahmed Johnson, who I spelled Junson by accident. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson gets in the ring and him and Boogeyman have a stare down. Entry number 19 is the censored taker, because this is Disney and we can't have that word going. He comes in and does his Undertaker thing, and then Ahmed goes, the fuck you say your name is? And him and Boogeyman double team him and toss him. And as Ahmed is celebrating his victory, Boogeyman tosses Ahmed over the top rope. That that doesn't happen in real life. No. <laughs> nope. Uh, entry number 20 is Big Bully Busick. He eliminates Von Wagner and twirls his mustache menacingly. The next person out, number 21, is Chris Hero. He performs Death by Elbow by elbowing the Boogeyman in the face and eliminating him over the top rope and also takes down big bully music. Then he has a stare down with all those old school guys Ronnie, Arn, Tully, and Steve. And he's just like, he's trying to act like he's the tough guy here who's going to take out all these old school guys, but the odds are not in his favor. Well, Tracy Smothers comes out next, and much to everyone's surprise, Tracy Smothers decides he's going to team up with Chris Hero, and we have a two-on-four brawl, and you can imagine how that goes. But then, of course, things kind of break down. Everybody's doing their own thing. All six of them going in all directions. Entry number 23 is Shanky. He runs into the ring, goes, I am Shanky. Everybody stops, looks at him, and they give him the Muhammad Hassan treatment. Everybody picks him up, tosses him, goes back to oh, what they're doing. Damn. Entry number 24 is Jackie Gata. She gets in the ring and decides to be smart about this and not engage with anybody and just goes hides in the corner. Entry number 25 is Beaver Cleavage. He gets in the ring and immediately tries to hit on Jackie by doing the whole son-mother thing. She ain't going to pull for that, so she slaps him in the face, and he goes, that's it. I'm not Beaver Cleavage anymore. I'm Chaz the Woman Beater, and tries to beat her. But he's kind of a clod, so she just eliminates him. Unfortunately for Jackie, she botches the elimination over the top rope and eliminates herself as well. Entry number six is Quang. He comes out, he does some Hispanic Kung Fu, and Tracy Smothers eliminates him. 
Who gets lucky number 27? None other than Mantar. He gets in the ring. He moves. He charges across the ring and stumbles right over the top rope. <laughs> After this happens, and it finally happens, entry number two, Steve Williams, is dumped. He was the Iron Man in this match, but time got the best of him there. Entry number 28 is the Stinger. He comes out with the baseball bat, and he immediately starts cleaning house. Ronnie gets eliminated. Hero gets eliminated. Smothers and the Brain Busters are now completely laid out. Sting standing tall, but at number 29, it's Mr. America. Points the finger. You, brother. They do the stare down. They start exchanging blows, as only two half-crippled 60-year-old men can possibly do. And then the action heats up at number 30. Here comes the insane clown posse, Shaggy 2 Dope and Violent J. They both get in the ring and start arguing. Which one of us is going to compete? Hey, how about both of us? The rules don't apply to us. Then Hogan clotheslines them. Immediately drops the big leg on both of the jabronis. And then Heyman Sting toss out the insane clown posse. We're down to the final entrance. <clears throat> Arn and Tully try to take out Mr. American Sting. They finally get eliminated. Tracy Smothers tries his best. He gets eliminated. We're down to Sting and Mr. America. Well, what's Sting going to do to fuck with Hogan? He turns his mask around. Hogan stumbles around, dude brother Jack, and he gets tossed. Sting is celebrating. Unfortunately, he forgot about one person. Joey Image sitting in the chair at ringside. Mr. America's elimination wakes him up from his super. Joe stands up. He bows up at Sting. He grabs a piece of pizza from a kid in the front row, takes a huge bite, climbs in the ring at <laughs> Sting, and then immediately runs for his life as an angry mother jumps the rail, charges into the ring, and chases Joe over the top rope. Sting wins. It's very good. good. Sting just kind of stands there, holds the title belt, and just goes, okay. And they shoot off fireworks from the castle. Sting! <laughs> Sting wins the brand new Disney Coca-Cola churro championship title. Who will sing the Fisher's on the title belt? Of course, they spin like the Cena belt. <laughs> Who will sing defend the everywhere. title? Uh, find out when I return to the A show sometime next season, and uh, Sting will defend so, that title <laughs> or vacate to somebody not, else. Resting. That was not where I expected that to go. <coughs> um, Wasn't where I expected. I definitely. It to go. I definitely thought Dustin Thomas was winning because both feet could not touch the ground. No, as soon as I drafted him, I knew he was getting tossed, Spike Dudley style. Okay. Fair enough. By the way, I knew so, I was doing a Royal Rumble from this afternoon, so that's why I was like, all right, let's do this, please. I knew, I, I was thinking, I was thinking of doing something similar with, like, gimmicks. Mm. So, yeah. But what did you do? Oh god, it's 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 not great. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm listen. I'm nothing if not someone who sells myself. Uh, but I'm not. You know, there's no there's no sunny situation in this one. Um, okay, there, so, there's no unprotected chair shots only match. <laughs> that might be my favorite part. To be perfectly honest with you. Because unprotected chair shots are cool. Like, <laughs> um, okay. So, so my my show doesn't take place anywhere like very like hyper specific. Um, but basically, it's at an arena, maybe like twenty five hundred people, um, and very important. 
there is a jumbotron there, like a, or like a, like a titantron type thing, right? Um, so the show the show starts, and on the jumbo on the titantron is uh, it's just you see a propped up Rocco, no Paul Ellering, no Paul Ellering, and everybody's waiting. And he, no Paul Ellering. No Paul, uh, no. And so it's being voiced uh, by Robert Schmeigel. Well, no, no, there's no voice. <laughs> subtitles, subtitles come across the bottom of the screen, and he starts announcing the first match. And he announces the first match, and he said the first match is Ganya versus San Martino versus Watts. And the crowd is like, "Holy shit! What? Oh my god!" All three come out at the same time, and the groan that goes out when they see it's Greg Ganya, David San Martino, and Eric Watts, and the crowd is just they're pissed. Because they're like, they're like, look, we, we didn't want refund. Exactly. They're like, we didn't expect it. We thought we were getting it, and it's so much worse than what you said. They're they're just they're pissed. Uh, they go out there and they wrestle for forty five minutes. <laughs> oh my god! The, the end of the match, they all go for drop kicks at the same time. <laughs> None of them can answer the ten count. It is a three-way drop. <laughs> Second match, they put up. They put up a, a, a time. Time is a little funny in my in my. Uh, just FYI, play with time a little bit. Um, so the second match. I had the lights go out in a field. So <laughs> I think that this. I somehow put pro wrestling in Disney World. So 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 basically, what happens is that the uh, uh, thing pops up on the screen, and so it's still Rocco. He's still sitting there, uh, and it, it shows there's a circle on one side of him, a circle on the other side of him. The circle on one side of him shows Stone Cold Steve Austin, and everyone's like, "All right, okay, all right, you know, we're rebounding." And then the other side shows Shawn Michaels, and everyone's like, "Okay, all right, all right." Then Shawn Michaels' music hits. And everyone's like, oh my god, okay, this is really happening. And Ralph Hickenbottom comes out. And everybody's yeah! like, oh. As soon as you said Steve Austin, I knew where you were going with him. Yeah. So so he comes down to the ring doing doing Shawn Michaels kind of stuff, but n- being not Shawn Michaels, you know? He gets in the ring, and everybody's like, all right, at least if Stone Cold Steve Austin is here. No. St- I should have looked up the music. I don't remember what his music was. But stunning Steve Austin with the hair, and he does the little the the thing with the oh the, the the Hollywood blonde thing yeah yeah the Hollywood and everybody's like wait a minute hold on one second this isn't the guy that we want to see so again the crowd is just very unhappy they start having a match obviously Steve Austin has the upper hand the whole way because let's be honest even at that point you know all of a sudden. From the crowd, this guy jumps the guardrail. The the referee gets bumped, right? The guy jumps the guardrail and he takes out a pair of brass knuckles and punches stunning Steve Austin right in the face. He hops out of the ring and and Hickenbottom like sees this and he he shakes the ref awake and he gets the pin one two three. And the person that came down, I'm doing this just to pop myself, by the way, uh, was the Iceman Donnie Brass. He gets <clears throat> Afterwards, and he says, "Yeah, that's right. I got Donnie Brass knuckles. I oh. did that just to pop myself, and I'm not going to apologize for it." I popped. Okay, cool. I'll pop for that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Donnie Brass knuckles. Donnie Brass knuckles. Uh, yeah, it's it's silly. I know. 
Uh, okay. Gonna, I'm just going to tweet that and confuse everybody real quick. <laughs> nobody's going to have any idea what, no one's gonna have any idea what I'm talking about. Guarantee you, Image will be like, oh, Danny Brass, okay. Hold uh, on, I understand that reference. So, so up next uh, is, uh, oh, I'm sorry, before that happens, the crowd figures out the location of the Rocco puppet. They go up there and they tear it, like, limb from limb <laughs> on the screen and set it in a pile that is now still now going to be the whole show. That's the background, is a pile of puppet pile on, of puppet. on the Titan, a pile of, like of dismembered po- puppet. I would just like to point out that my Donnie Brass Knuckles tweet is right next to a Matt Cardona tweet. This is a very appropriate night right now. Uh, okay, so so at this point, there's nobody else. They're not announcing. They're not announcing anything. It's just you get what you get. Uh, so up next is is uh, going to be Nick Wayne versus Tom McGee. I wow. Did, I did this purely because I think it's funny uh, that, <laughs> you know, Nick Wayne is kind of, we were talking about this before the show, uh, Nick Wayne is kind of the new, one of the, like, the new golden boy, uh, which I think is pretty rad. Uh, and he goes and he has his star-making performance uh, against Tom McGee. And everybody's like, that Tom McGee guy, <laughs> and he's the one that gets signed afterwards because they're like, he's, he's, he's had two matches and they've both been incredible. Uh, so <laughs> that's the outcome of that. All right, up next, Too Cold Scorpio versus Hayabusa versus Vin Gerard. Dream <laughs> match. This is this is a this is a headliner in like a hundred cities around around the country. Um, Hayabusa is international. That that has multiple countries. That's right. Well, so is Too Cold Scorpio. To be fair, and Vin Gerard. We were we were talking about that too. Um, uh, so, so basically they just have, they have like a, you know, mid, like late nineties FMW style three-way match, uh, where Vin Gerard rolls up both Hayabusa and Two Cold Scorpio at the same time when they're distracted and he gets the win by pinning both of them. At first, I thought you, when you were saying mid '90s, there was a long enough pause where I thought you just say it was like a mid three-way. Uh, <laughs> like it was just okay. It was all right. I'm leaving that one alone. Okay, up next is an is a, a death match. Um, I am very upset that Piranha match got used already in this, so I'm not going to use Piranhas, which I think is hysterical uh, because use I'm, Mako I, sharks. There, you know, there wasn't maybe, you know, all right, here we go. I'll add, I'll add to it. It's, it's Matt Tremont versus Biomonster DNA versus Mr. Ganoske in a barbed wire boards, bed of nails, and now I will add the alligator, because there was an alligator death match. I was, I was gonna say spicy tuna. An alligator death roll. There was an alligator death match. Um, and so basically they just go out and have this like bloody brawl. Tremont, Tremont, uh, wins the match, um, by, uh, slamming Biomonster DNA onto a bed of nails, uh, who then gets bit by an alligator. <laughs> and Tremont, Tremont gets the win. He's just like, get off me! Get off me! So, up, up next, there's no rhyme or reason to anything that I'm doing. Uh, so up next, so Mr., so, so Biomonster DNA, obviously, he has been now bitten by an alligator. And so he's like in rough shape, so he's still in the ring. 
Now he's and got so, now he's bio gator. The next well, the next match is going to be uh Tank Abbott versus Iceman King Parsons versus Hillbilly Jim. So Tank Abbott comes to the ring, Iceman King Parsons comes to the ring, Hillbilly Jim comes to the ring, and he looks out and he sees an alligator biting someone. <laughs> he's like, I have to do something about this. Right? Yeah. So he goes out and he helps, you know, he's able to get the, the alligator off of Biomonster DNA, and then Biomonster DNA goes to shake his hand, and Hillbilly Jim is like, oh my god, this is an actual monster, and he, there's like a, like a cartoony chase, where, like, where he like runs, he runs and his feet do that thing, like in the half of the cartoons, and he runs out of the arena, and everybody's like just flabbergasted. So, so Tank Abbott uh, and Iceman King Parsons are just there in the ring, and they're like, well, what the hell are we supposed to do now? They have an actual fist fight. <laughs> and Iceman King Parsons knocks Tank Abbott out. Yes. To win the match in an actual fist fight. Um, okay, and then your main event of the evening, the thing that's going to bring it all together, the thing that is going to be like the five star work rate match and the one that everyone's going to talk about. Like, like people talk about like, June 3rd, 94, they're going to talk about this date that way. Uh, and that match is, both in their primes, Great Cully versus Kevin Nash. Hell yeah! <laughs> Can you pinpoint the year of Great Cully's prime? I just need to know. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping. Yeah, was oh, right? Time is a little iffy on this one. We make up moments in time. <laughs> I'm sure his knees worked when he was like 15. Come on. Well, what was the year? Why did he kill the guy? Killed the, he actually killed the guy. It was yeah, tough. In, in training? Yeah. So they they basically, the, their match consists of them bumping chests, and then Cully goes and he gives Kevin Nash the big chop, and Kevin Nash is like, I'm not bumping for that shit. <laughs> Filed under things Honestly? that would actually happen. He, said, he yeah. says that out loud. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, filed under That's things that would out. actually happen. Right, right. So, so he, again, Kelly does it again. Yeah, I'm not bumping for that shit. And he does it a third time. Like, I'm not bumping for that shit. So Kevin Nash just kind of leans back on the ropes and kicks Kelly right in the face, knocking him down. He goes to pick him up, and he actually gets him up for the powerbomb. It's the first time Kelly takes a real bump in his life. Kevin Nash steps on his chest, gets the one, two, three win, and he is carried out of the arena. <laughs> and that is my so, card. What, what you failed to mention was that the five stars actually had a, a minus sign in front of them. You're being too specific. I wasn't specific. <laughs> I left it ambiguous. For, I left it up to the viewers to decide. Wrestling is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> when I was first on this show... The idea was to put together actual competent cards, and I tried really hard. Like, and now so I've realized Great Balls of Maven. You still you so mad? No, I won. I won. I won that match. I'm not mad about that. I know. You're, yeah, but, you beat me. You beat me twice. But I realized that Great Balls of Maven started a slippery slope, and now this show has delved into some of the greatest cards I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> If I lose this tournament finale, it doesn't matter which one of you I lose to, because I would be honored to lose to either of these cards. <laughs> this has become one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life, the A-Show. And 
I don't know if you were really going for serious at the beginning and we just kind of did our own thing, but kudos to everybody who's participated. Cause, uh, I, I can tell you on the first show where we did ECW 95 was supposed to, right? Matt? Yeah. 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 I absolutely was like, Oh, my first main event is going to be, uh, Terry Funk against Vader in a revenge match from night. And then like two shows later, I'm like, no. <laughs> we have kind of evolved to what we are today. Um, whether it is the God of the Deathmatch tournament <laughs> or it is the future of professional wrestling <laughs> with Kevin Graham a couple weeks ago, Mike Quackenbush's <laughs> NFT fed. It's so incredible. I... Similarly, if I had lost last time, absolutely. <clears throat> I was hoping for a tie between the two of you so that we could have had you both back because both cards deserve to win because Kevin had the the Thunderdome Max Headroom crowd mm-hmm. um, with the ring announcer who was a robot that said the same exact thing before every match. It was Abraham Washington as a robot. <laughs> but meanwhile, Jenna had the future of ECW, one match that was great, and one match that was abysmal. And then Everyone they booked really the unprotected chair shots only match. <laughs> Not to be outdone by Great Balls of Maven or the famous uh, AJ Evers card or, with, um, or Sean. with Nicole Bash Choke Semi Terry Funk off of the Eagles Nest. <laughs> or, um,. Uh, when Sean booked the, uh, uh, the, um, oh, the cargo rope death match. <laughs> oh my god, that like killed me. <laughs> oh, like, that's right, the cargo net death match. He's like, they're not really grappling because, you know, the holes. <laughs> um, or, or Jared Hawkins a couple weeks ago with, uh, the NXT when you lose, the name generator gives you a new name card. <laughs> You know Um, what you can do, Matt? Maybe at the end of the season, you can have the fans vote for their favorite card of everybody, and that person challenges last season's tournament winner. Well, we're not doing turns anymore. No, but you you just have a one winner each season, and then they challenge their title to the winner of the next season. Oh, at at the end of the... At yeah, the end of our gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who won the first tournament? Sposto, right? It was Sposto, and then Tim Taylor from Final Wrestling Place was our second champion. Okay, well then... And one of you three will be our third champion. You can do a triple threat and have an undisputed um, Sposto, champion. Sposto was retired. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure Tim would come back. I guarantee Tim would come back. Oh, sure. We'd all come back. So, Oh, yeah. This has been some of the wackiest stuff I've heard in a really long time. And by a long time, I mean since the last episode of this show. (laughs) So now we leave it in the hands of you, the listeners of The A Show. Go to our Twitter, at The A Show on CKCC. Vote for the Season 3 Spring 22 champion. Oh, boy. So we'll plug some stuff quick. Um... Jenna, I know you have a ton to plug. 
Yes. Yeah. Just clear your clear your calendars. Uh, I have nothing to plug. Uh, maybe follow me on social media at underscore Jenna Joy G E N N A J O Y. But but don't. It's bad. Have you had any uh, good shows lately up there in Seattle? I'm going to Defy on Saturday, which has Christopher Daniels versus Lee Moriarty, um, which I'm very excited about. Uh, and then the following weekend, I'm actually going to PWG. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in LA for a PWG show, uh, PWG show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that up for the first time. So pretty excited about that. That is real cool, Omili. Talk about the network. So here at CKCC Radio, uh, we try to give you guys a whole network of various podcasts to enjoy. We are very heavy on content creative freedom. That's a big thing that I have tried to pretty much go for from the beginning is that I want you guys to come on and do the shows that you want to do. The only rules of the channel is you can't do nothing with politics or religion or anything that's going to be quote unquote cancelable. But if your shows are fun and you are having a good time, even if you just want to bullshit, you can come on CKCC Radio. If you have an idea for a podcast, get in touch with me. We'll we'll work on getting you set up here. Um, Matt and Chris had a great idea, and look where they are now. Matt had a great idea. <laughs> um, we I, have, I had an idea that I stole from Sposto, who stole it from someone else. We we have 800 episodes as of this recording currently available on the channel. Uh, Jeff Trelawitz's ranking tracks where he reviewed the Spice Girls Spice album was episode 800. So Jeff gets the honor of being the 800th episode with the Spice Girls. Was that the was that the their debut? But yeah, two becomes one. That was the banger. Well, you have to listen to hear what order Jeff put the shows in. Uh, lots of good stuff you guys can listen to. If you want to hear me more, check me out on the Nerd Table each and every week, or you can listen to my one-man podcast, which I release sporadically when I decide I've got something I feel like talking about. Uh, we're on YouTube. CKCC Video is the channel. And we have a patron page. For $5 a month, you get exclusive content. You get special shout-outs. You get to control content. You even get to produce your own stuff. So go to CKCC Video on YouTube. Go to patreon.com slash club kayfabe. CKCC Radio, you're already listening to this, so wherever you're getting your podcast, that is great. And I've got a bunch more stuff coming in the future. You can follow me on all the socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok at Chris O'Mealy. Final plug, you can buy a t-shirt at my Redbubble store, Shop CKCC. All the proceeds go to help keep this channel afloat prevent it from airing any actual commercial ads that interrupt your program. So you're welcome for that. Uh, it does cost a bit of money to keep the channel going and keep it ad-free and to ensure that nothing ever has to get deleted. So all T-shirt proceeds help me with that. Uh, new designs coming soon. I wish there were a way to feasibly do this show live on CKCC video on YouTube, but... The amount of time it takes sometimes to build the cards mm. would make it difficult to judge. We'd have to do it as a two-parter, a draft special, and then a present your card up special. I'm up for it. If you guys are up for it, if you ever want to try it, I'm up for it. So we can make I it happen. I think it'd be fun to try it at some point. 
Do it with somebody who is just going to have the best live reactions. So Image, for example, where he will say stuff and then immediately forget he said it. Yeah, that, that, Joe, I that love show. you, but, but you know it's true. He already forgot that you said that. Andy, I know you're involved with a ton of stuff. Yeah, I'll try to Excalibur this uh, here quick. Um, so... Matzo ratings, uh, I review movies uh, with Sheets Mozzarella Sticks. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matzo Ratings. Um, that's M-O-Z-Z-R-A-T-I-N-G-S. Um, I also do a nonprofit 501c3 with um, Diamond City Sports. Uh, it is a program that we do in the Wilkes-Barre area for youth um, with flag football and then some adult flag football, wiffle ball, speedball, dodgeball, all the different sport leagues. Um, do a lot of charity donations with that as well. Um, and then I also do a 501c3 with Feet First Productions. We film a lot of punk, hardcore, um, emo, rap, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, bands, you can find us on YouTube primarily. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, Feet First Productions. Right. Other podcasts that you should listen to include At Odds with Wrestling. We need wrestling. I'm a wrestling piece. I forget what his show is called. <laughs> My music. That's what it is. With David Kincannon. I just drew a blank on literally everything. Um, about the IWEP Network. IWEP Network. Pod Van Dam. Hooligans of Hops. Uh, the Duke's Dive. An honorable mention. Uh, not another sports podcast. It's been a while since I have done this. Wings on Wings. Sports talk. I get what Tim and Marcus's <laughs> pay-per-view show is. Viewer's choice. Viewer's choice. There we go. Um, also, we talked about IWTV a couple times. Lots of good stuff. Oh, IWTV Guide. Definitely have to mention those guys. July 10th uh, at the Troop Civic Center, I will be a part of Uncle Masty's Smash Master Wrestling. Uh, lots of good stuff already announced for the show. Uh, Decker has put a bounty on Tommy Vex's head. <laughs> Whoever body slams Tommy the most times will get cash apt money yes. by Decker. Yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever slams Tommy the most, I will cash app you the amount of times you slam Tommy. <laughs> We're trying to and get over City Machines against Kit Raff with uh, Coach Raff, who cannot join us tonight because they're prepping for the baby shower this weekend. And Tommy Vex with Mary Elizabeth, the Invexables, they're calling them. Also on the show, Johnny Moran, Adina Steele has an open challenge, HC Woke is on the show, whole bunch of stuff happening at the Troop Civic Center, Troop Pennsylvania, that's T-H-R-O-O-P if you're not a local because there's an H in it for some reason. Troop. Uh, July 30th, I will be at the Riverside Beneficial Building in Reading, Pennsylvania for High Tension Wrestling. Um, there may be some sprinkle shenanigans. Come on down to find out. Uh, that will be filmed for IWTV. Uh, some will Uncle Masties. Uh, that will be filmed for IWTV. Um, I would like to thank the anonymous community sponsor that sponsored me for Smashmaster Wrestling. Thank you for that. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sponsored referee. That's awesome. 
Um, and then my final show of the summer will be August 27th on the field at NYSEG Stadium in Binghamton, New York, home of the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Excite Wrestling presents a two-ring War Games match in the middle of a baseball field. Mm-hmm. I have never worked a show on a field before. I have worked on the concourse at this stadium like four times, but never on the field. So I am so excited for that. That's dope. That's yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, that'll be live on Twitch, probably. Twitch.tv slash Excite Wrestling. That's X-C-I-T-E Wrestling. Um, so check that out. Um, all of our previous shows are on there as well. Uh, you can see the cage match from a couple weeks ago between TJ Epics and LSG. That set up this War Games match uh, in, in August. I think that's everything. Go to at the A-Show Burner if you want to hear me talk about the Eagles. Um, That's it. We, we will not Our new logo Chris... sucks. I, I, I was I just going to bring it. that up. I mean, it looks good on Kelly Green, but... My I'm response was Mel Brooks from Spaceball saying merchandising. <laughs> ah, that, that is the only answer for that. This has been an adventure, and I'd like to thank all three of you for joining us here on the A-Show this week. This was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I these these shows that I've done have been like highlights. Yeah, no, oh, this is always a good time. Yeah. Uh Andy, Jenna, good um, luck to both of you. Yeah, may, you the, too. may the worst card win. <laughs> and uh something I always like to say to close out things, uh everybody out there, support independent wrestling and support independent creators like us on YouTube and podcasts like this. Uh we need these creative outlets. And we appreciate the support from all of you immensely. Like, I, I can't say enough great things about everybody who supported the channel since I launched it. Uh, going on three years by the end of this year. Two and a half years now. Two and a half years CKCC Radio has been up. So, yeah, please continue to support content creators like us. And please continue to support independent wrestling. Because you never know that a 16-year-old prodigy could be main eventing in your hometown someday. Sidebar. Fucking independent wrestling. So many of them wow. are dicks. Like, wow. like, they all, like, end up, like, getting photos of, like, 13-year-old girls. Gross. Go be, like, a fucking carpenter or something. Both, both things are true. <laughs> both, both things are true. Like, but fuck a lot of them. I would like to thank you, Chris O'Mealy, for giving us this creative outlet. Uh, you, when... Pro wrestling did not exist for us because of the pandemic. This became the creative outlet. Yeah, we we so, all kind of needed this really bad. Um, and what this has evolved into has become so great. Some people might say evolve, but I'm going to go with evolve because I freaking love it. I also have a we, very warped sense of humor. We always have fun on this show, and that's okay. what counts. So, to this group, best of luck to you. Um, one of you will be on the um, on the Hall of Fame wall with Sposo and Tim Taylor. It's a good Not group to be man. with. Not the tool man, Tim Taylor. Different guy. Uh, so, until September. <laughs> uh, school's out for summer. Spring break, no rules. My name is Matt. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sleeping. Oh, um, yeah, wake up. Yeah.
<laughs> we'll see you next month. Yeah. Two months, three months. We'll see you in a while. Yeah.